Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I am your host, Tony Merkel. Thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. And if you want more shows on a weekly basis, we offer bonus shows every Thursday for members. All you got to do is go to the confessional podcast.com hit the join button become a member and you'll get access to all the bonus content from the past present and future right there on the website and the app that's right we do have listening for members on the app and on tuesdays we put up the show ad free for your ad free listening pleasure listen friends there's a lot of shortages coming up right now and they are saying there's gonna be more shortages coming that's why we offer prepare with the confessionals.com that's prepare with the confessionals.com there you get yourself emergency supplies food that will last up to 25 years. So if that emergency doesn't happen tomorrow, you're still good. But all projections are showing that there's a lot of shortages coming because China has this huge power outage and they're looking at losing at least 20% production for the foreseeable future. And that means we're going to be even further behind. I'm just saying, friends, don't kill the messenger. I'm just trying to warn you. Get prepared, whether it's through preparewiththeconfessionals.com or picking up a bag of rice and some extra beans while you're at the store to stock on your pantry shelf. Now, listen, friends, we have a great show for you guys. Well, I don't know. Maybe it won't be a great show, but (laughs) we'll see. We got my brother Jack in studio here. Jack, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Ah, man, I'm doing good. And I'm really glad you're here. I think this was a spur of the moment last kind of minute kind of thing don't you think yeah yeah you kind of you asked me and i was like oh yeah i mean what else am i gonna do (laughs) yeah i mean uh, i listen i thought it'd be a good idea for us to start maybe trying to sit down in studio and talk about 
our experiences when we go out in the woods for Legion of Legends. Uh, obviously, it'd be good advertisement for the show, but also I think the podcast listeners, you know, I think they might enjoy hearing more of a conversation about what they saw on YouTube. Uh, I didn't mention that, but if you're listening right now, go to the Confessionals podcast on YouTube. Actually, it's just called the Confessionals on yep. YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to be changing that name eventually. Uh, I think I'm going to change it to Merkel Media. I just got to make sure I do it right because. YouTube can kind of get finicky and I don't want to mess anything up on the channel. So but I do plan on changing the channel to Merkle Media because that's just the parent company that I created a couple of years ago for everything that I do. And uh, I think it'd be a good idea since the YouTube channel isn't just the confessionals, it's also Legion of Legends. And I also am thinking about starting a live voicemail call-in show where people can call in to a voicemail, leave a five to 10 minute voicemail of, you know, spooky experiences they've had or, you know, just had, like they can call me at two o'clock in the morning voicemail like this just happened you know uh and so i thought it'd be kind of cool and then we do that as a live show on youtube kind of going over it where people can actually call in then and give their commentary as to what they just heard and things like that i'm working on setting that up and i'm also thinking about doing with the youtube channel where i tell scary stories so stories that maybe we've had on the show and i kind of summarize the story and narrate it and just kind of share that story at you know as heard on episode whatever i thought about sharing some of my stories like from i think it was episode 41 where i went to that that Satanist house and that whole thing. And uh, then, you know, finding spooky stories from around the internet, but also like bizarre stories. Like, how is that even possible? How did he wind up there? It doesn't have to be a ghost story or a Bigfoot story. It could be they set sail on Monday, a storm came in, and 10 years later, they found him on a deserted island 2,500 miles away, and uh, one was still alive, you know? So it's just like <laughs> bizarre stories. You know, I thought it'd be kind of cool to share that kind of stuff. And uh, I got some equipment here for in the studio to kind of pull that off, and I'm hoping to start that kind of stuff up on the YouTube channel. So there's going to be a lot of different cool things on the YouTube channel outside of the Confessionals and Legion of Legends in the future. Uh, I'm really trying with it. I don't really like video, ed video editing. Uh, it's something that... I. I got to kind of get better at, but also uh, maybe try to find a passion for because it is painstaking for me. And uh, on top of it, the files are so huge, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, like and it's take, crazy. It takes ridiculous amounts of time to upload and download and everything. Insane. So, yeah. Insane. Like, and that's the thing. I mean, I was hammering out, I think, one YouTube video a day on the channel trying to um, get all the backlog of, of the shows on YouTube. And it just got so monotonous and just like, uh, you know? And so I got to like, I was going from most current back. And so I got to episode 123 and I don't think I uploaded 123 yet. I, I just, I got 123 <laughs> episodes to upload to YouTube still. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> I don't think I blame you at all. Yeah. Cause like, I completely understand. I'm, I'm working with this, uh, tw 2013 desktop and yeah. and the program I'm using I said I have Adobe but I don't know how to use Adobe and I don't got time <laughs> to learn Adobe so I, I think we're going to cancel my subscription for the suite and just keep audition which is what I really use in the Adobe suite and uh I, I think we're going to do that because I, I just don't know how to use it. So the program I'm using, uh, I think because my computer's so old, it keeps crashing. And so every time I make any kind of edit on a video, I had to hit Command S, Command S to save it, or else it's going to crash me just randomly, and you I lose even, all yeah, yeah, I lose all that work. Oh man! And so it's just I think that's what's making it really a pain in the butt is just the fact that I know the process of production is like, you know, a pain in the butt when it comes to this program crashing. It's crazy. But so uh, anyways, 
check out the YouTube channel. I, I plan on doing a lot more with it and there's going to be a lot of cool things coming out. Uh, but one of the things that we are doing on the YouTube channel right now is Legion of Legends. And uh, the, if anybody hasn't heard me talk about this before and stuff, this is a, a new video series that I'm doing on YouTube. I'm trying it out. We'll see how it goes, but people seem to like it. Uh, we put out two videos so far. And the first video was just me because I was just antsy. Like we, yeah. we, we were yeah. planning, we were planning on doing thi- uh, this one trip that we actually posted last on YouTube, and it was like it kept on getting pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. And I was like, "Freak, man! I'm, I just want to get out there and do something." Yeah, you know, yeah. you like you, you tell me that you're doing this, and I was like, because it was uh, within like a month that we had kind of scheduled the the first the Palmyra like the Palmyra camp and everything. And then you tell me you're like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go do this thing." And all of a sudden, like I get this, uh, I see the upload online that you you already uploaded the video. Yeah, I was like. Wait, I thought you just went out, but you told me after you went that you went out, you're going out, and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> yeah." I, I I literally was upstairs, and I'm just like, I, I was in my bedroom or something. I was like, you know what? Screw this! And I just went downstairs, got some gear, and just threw it in my truck. I'm gone, you know. And uh, and I, I went to because what we're doing with the with the Legion of Legends is it's uh, basically we are hunting for the things we've heard about on this show. Uh, anywhere from ghosts to Bigfoot, Dogman, everything. That's why we call it Legion of Legends and med- many, you know. Uh, and so we're doing that, but I'm also doing urban exploration. I plan on doing treasure hunting, all that kind of cool, adventurous stuff with it. And so the first episode was me doing a, an urban uh, exploration video where I had heard about this abandoned industrial park uh, in my area. And I was like, what? You know, like I was yeah. like, I got to check this place yeah. out. And so I was like, I'm just going to go there and and do this. I'm, I'm just going to do it, man. The, the, the problem was I, I forgot my side piece. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I, it's like one of those things for me. It's like when I leave the house, it's like wallet, keys, phone, gun. That's just how it is for me. And uh, I forgot it because I, I had my cameras and I was getting all this other stuff. Totally forgot it. And I was like, shoot, man, because what happened was we uh, I was there and I was exploring these buildings and stuff and I wasn't alone. Yeah. And, and I, I, I thought for sure I'd be alone because I wasn't supposed to be in there to begin with. It's, it's closed off to the public. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go in here and just, you know, explore like this abandoned town, essentially this industrial park of like 20 plus buildings. I think it's like over 200 acres. And I was like, I'm going to go in. Yeah, it's huge, dude. And, and, I, and I go in there and I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, dude, this like seriously looks like a place where zombies sleep. You know? like, <laughs> like, yeah, Or that's where they came from. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is it? Like I am legend or something yeah, yeah, where, where legend, during yeah. the day they're sleeping and there's like, <laughs> yeah, they hover in a corner. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. That's what you expect to see when you walk in. Right. There. But you, I mean, at the same time, like if you forget that, you, you know, you forget your gun, that freaks you out because then you start thinking about it. You're like, what if? Like, what if what, I actually right, find out and I don't if? have anything? And, and the thing is, like, it's in the Philly area and mm. like, you know, there could be gang activity, drug dealing, homeless people, just not healthy mentally people. You don't know what you're going to come across. True. And it it yeah. looks like like when you're in there and when people go to check out the video, I think it's called uh, Explore, Exploring an Industrial... Uh, let me re-say that. Exploring and in indu- No, what was I what did I call it? it was abandoned. Like abandoned, yeah. Yeah. Exploring and abandoned industrial park. And uh it's something like that. Just look at look, you'll, you'll find it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but um I go in there and you know, I, I'm thinking like I'm just gonna be alone. And it's 
not the case, man. Like, like I'm exploring this one building and all of a sudden I hear like off in the distance, like motorcycles. I'm like, that sounded like it was in here. And all of a sudden it's just like, Wah! I was like, what the freak? You know? <laughs> like, yeah, how the heck did they get in? There? I have like, no idea, bro. I still dang. don't know. But wow. they went flying by me. I hid through behind like these bushes on a staircase and uh, they went into the industrial park. And I was like, what Whoa. the heck? Ghost Riders. Right? Yeah. And so I, I, uh, I, I just keep walking around and doing my thing, yeah. you know, I figured oh, yeah. I'll hear him coming, you know, and sure enough, I did. Like, I heard somebody yell, like, it was just like, ah, like, like, a, like a, not, I, I don't know if it was an, a distress yell, but it was like a loud, yell. I probably right. distress, you know, now yeah, I'm thinking about be, it, it yeah. sounded like it was a stressful yell. I never really thought about it till now, but, uh, then I hear this person yell and all of a sudden after I hear him yell, it's just like, wah, wah. I was like, what the heck? And they're coming towards me. I was like, yo, I freaking booked it, man. I, I ran, I hid behind some bushes and I looked down I'm like, crap, this was bad planning because I was wearing a bright blue shirt. I was like, what, what am I thinking? Why am I going urban exploring? And I, I, might, as well, be as, I might as well wear fluorescent pink, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, at least we'll wear camo because then right. you just can't see. What's anything. my favorite color? What do yeah. I always wear? camo always yeah that day no no I, I i wore actually i think i wore my camo shorts and a blue t-shirt it's like what the heck man yeah. but uh yeah so I, I anyways people can see how that all ended and stuff on the youtube channel it was crazy but it, it was fun though i really enjoyed it uh but then we um we took uh, some we have some ideas for places to go in fact i have a, a running list yep. of places yeah and uh why don't you tell them about austin dam if you can remember the details or else i'll, I'll share with them i just kind of threw that on you i'll kind of uh i'll say what i remember and you can just fill in the gaps i mean you probably will have more th than what i would but um it was a a dam that was built by a rich dude right in uh yeah in uh where, where's that at in pa um it, austin uh, yeah, but I mean, like, what? It's a certain like up is that up in the Allegheny area? No, uh, no, not not Allegheny, but it's in that area. Okay, so uh, but yeah, he 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 owned the sawmill. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he so he built the dam to what? I guess to harvest some more um, trees and crap. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. It doesn't really matter. No, to, to power what? his sawmill. Oh, to power. Oh, yeah. wow, what an idiot. Yeah, that makes a lot more <laughs> sense. Yeah, <laughs> like let me just get these random trees. Going. I didn't. I didn't. You didn't do any show prep. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. So and then what ended up happening was he cut corners. There was just you know he didn't put as much money into the dam as what he should have. Yeah. Um, and it it busted. Uh, and it killed how many how many people? Did... I think it was like seventy eight, if I remember it was, something like that. It was that. a lot, yeah. yeah. Um, but it ended. And up... Austin isn't very big to begin with. No, 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 no. But what ended up happening was, I mean, he never fixed it. Nothing ever came. You know, he never did anything else with it because I don't know if he either shut down his business or was sued or whatever. I mean, it was a long time ago, right? It was like yeah, the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Well, yeah. And what's crazy is that he's not the only person who decided to build a dam in Pennsylvania and the, and went cheap and the dam broke. What? They yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the places, but I think I found one or two other places that have dams that broke like this. I guess I wouldn't be surprised at that. Not not just in PA, but anywhere. Like, you know, most of the time, I would imagine they were from, you know, long ago, like 100, 100 years ago or more, uh, because maybe regulations were like either non-existent or just much less. Yeah. So when it came to building stuff, if you had money, you just did it. So now it's like, if you have money, you need to have all these permits. You need to have the land. You need to have the proper contractors, all this yeah. stuff. And now it's, you know, most of the time you're not going to be able to build a dam because people don't want that. So it's like now, you know, then it didn't matter. Now it matters. So I can imagine that actually happening many other places, but it, you just don't hear about it. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it, it's an interesting story, though, because uh, 
it actually the dam actually broke once and it was like a, a big leak but it wasn't like deadly i mean i i think people got out enough time kind of thing okay and they patched it up but I remember reading about like the details as to how cheap he went on this. I mean, he really kind of cut corners. Was he like using uh, plaster and twigs? Yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, this this dam when it finally really broke and killed all those people. And I think Austin. I don't know what the population is now. I can't imagine it's this populated now. But back then, I think I remember reading it was like a town of like three thousand people. So it was a pretty booming town back in the day. Uh, but you know, again, back then out there, there's a lot of mining and there's a lot of timber cutting, oh, yeah, you know, that's true. hence the yep. sawmill. Yeah. And so it, it was a, it was a town, a pretty decent sized town for the middle of nowhere. And, uh, and so this, this dam only lasted two years and then it busted open and killed like 78 people. And I think there's a story, I got to brush up on it, but there's a story where somebody, I almost want to say it was like a town nun or something, uh, saw the dam getting ready to break and she told everybody and everybody started evacuating and that's what saved so many more people's lives. Like if she didn't do that, like it would have been even bigger catastrophe. Do you know if the dam like offered more land then for people to be able to settle and stuff? Like uh, was it was it one of those things where they kind of just because of the fact that the the river was you know less did they build on the river? That's the, the interesting thing too is that when you look at the the maps and stuff, the dam where it sits now, what's running through there is just this little tiny creek, and so <laughs> like I don't know if it was bigger back in the day or what, yeah. but uh, it the dam is considerably up creek or up river from the town itself but i don't know what it looked like back then okay uh, and, and the, like i said the town i can't imagine has three thousand people in now so maybe it expanded beyond what it is now and then the flood maybe killed the town i don't know but i know Could a lot be. of people did come back but what's interesting about that is and again i gotta dig this stuff up because it's been a little while but i did read an old article that was written about how the railroad workers back then working near the dam uh, said that for the first two years of its existence before it broke, they would see this black shadow figure walking the dam. And a lot of them believed it was an omen of what, to, what was to come. And so it, it's it's an interesting storyline. Uh, it's an interesting, uh, what, what would you call it? Like a archaeological uh, yeah. location. Yeah. And uh, the fact that, that so many people lost their lives there, I can't imagine that that place isn't haunted. Uh, not to mention it's in the middle of Pennsylvania, which I believe has a lot of weird things going on to begin with. So uh, we, I definitely think it's a good idea if we check that out and stuff. But then there's like places in Maryland, like there's a guy named Mike that's going to be taking us out. Hopefully, I'm, hope, I'm hoping sometime soon. Uh, he's in Maryland and you don't really think about Maryland as a Bigfoot hotspot. And, no. and we'll get to your skepticism, you know, at some point during this, I'm sure. But uh, it's interesting because Elkton, Maryland is it's pretty populated, uh, but it's in that general area. But there, there there's an area in Maryland where Bigfoot is popping up and he and his team go out in the woods uh, at night and they find giant footprints, a lot of them. And, they, and I think he, I remember him telling me about some kind of like dump area that they are finding like a fence that's around the dump just being taken out all the time it's like a 12 foot fence and it, it's just like they're, they're piecing things together they found tracks like long tracks and stuff and so it, it's really interesting i definitely want to get down there um there's a uh, chestnut ridge in pennsylvania which we definitely got to check out the lore there is awesome yeah. there's just so much around here uh and then there's like the pine barrens in south jersey 
And the Pine Barrens, I mean, everybody knows about the Jersey Devil, but there's so much there. I think uh, the Pine Barrens is home to seven ghost towns, seven towns that, that are just deserted. And I think some of them are more like tourist attractions kind of thing because they actually have, uh, you know, signage and things like that. But uh, there are some that aren't like that. And there are just a lot of hidden things in the Pine Barrens because the Pine Barrens are so thick. I mean, it like, have you ever driven through the Pine Barrens, like in no, South Jersey? No, uh, actually, I might have, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're I get going out towards Atlantic City, I'm pretty sure that's the Pine Barrens that you're driving then, yeah. through. It, it is so thick. And it's just so vast and rural. And from what I heard, there are people that live back there. Uh, I was talking to this one guy. Uh, I, I, if I remember correctly, this was years ago when he was my tow truck driver when I broke down driving truck. Uh, and we were talking about what I do. And he was talking about the Pine Barrens. And uh, forgive me if it's not him, if it's somebody that I, I talked to on the show, but I'm pretty sure it's this guy. Uh, <laughs> he He said that when he was a kid, they were wrecking around out there and stuff. And uh, they came across a house out in the middle of the woods that had no roads to it, no sidewalks, nothing. It's just a house existing out in the middle of the woods. There's no, there's no way to get cars back there, trucks, nothing. And as they got closer, there were people living there on the front porch and they just stood there staring at them like, like they hadn't seen other humans in forever. Like, can oh you, my gosh, dude, can you imagine? I don't even know what I would do. Dude, I would can you run. imagine? I'd be running. I mean, I would, I would 100% be running. That, so that's so creepy though, because I mean, if you can't even get to it with with cars or anything, number one, that those people have to know where that house is if they live in in general society. At, like, as I don't a, think they do though. So if they don't, yeah. then what, they're hunting off that land, they're uh -huh. surviving, but that means that they don't hunt with guns most likely, they hunt with their hands. Oh, like, I didn't even think about that. Like they, they, they know how to kill things <laughs> oh, and do man. it right. <laughs> That's quick thinking, man. You're you're running for all the right reasons. I'm just like, oh, why are you running a wimp? It's just people. You're Ooh, like, Tony, yeah. think about how they survive out here. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Or they were ghosts. I mean, that could be too. Yeah, well, that's very possible. That's very possible. And then he didn't go close to him and stuff, so I, I don't know. I wouldn't either. I don't blame him. So. I, I, knowing me, I'd be like, hey, how you doing? You know, like, just walking through here. We're going to be on our way. No worries. Uh, why are you following me? You don't know. Your, Leave me alone. Your reaction would be that, but your hand would be on your hip. Because yeah. you'd be ready. Yeah. Like, you'd be well, like, that, hey, not how in you Jersey. doing? Yeah. Jersey, you can't have guns oh, on you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, so when we, do, when we do Jersey, we're doing it with knives, you know? So. Woo. We'll, we'll bring the crocodile Dundee knife. Now hey, that's a knife. Yeah, you'll just have your machete on you or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, geez. Oh, man. All right. Let's talk about our first sponsor is Cerebral, which we've had before. Now, in the past year, a lot of people have been experiencing anxiety and depression more than doubled in the U.S. in the past year. And that's why people should consider Cerebral who are going through such things as depression, ADHD, insomnia, anxiety, therapy. If you need therapy or counseling, Listen, Cerebral is the place for you. And also, if you get prescription medication, that also is a great stop for you as well because Cerebral will actually get your prescription medication delivered right to your door. They're one of the few companies out there that offer prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. It has unlimited messaging with their care team. So when you have a counselor or a therapist and you want to talk with them, you can with Cerebral. They are available for you on the app. And when you're going through these counseling sessions, you can actually do it from the comfort of your own home. You usually take at least two
two weeks to get into a traditional therapist. This takes a lot less time and it's much more affordable. Treatment options are available without insurance. And right now for my listeners of this program, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at GetCerebral.com slash Tony. Go to GetCerebral.com slash Tony for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30 to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. All right, Jack, that is the business. And I wanted to tell you about a place that I actually heard about from a listener. I think they either emailed, DM'd it, or said it on one of my Instagram lives. But it's a place in South Jersey called The Legends of the Blue Hole. This place supposedly is very mysterious. And as you can see a picture here, it looks like a a pond in the middle of nowhere. And we got to go find it, bro. We have to go find it. Okay. Don't ask me all the details as what's happening right here because I didn't get a chance to read this article yet, but I pulled <laughs> okay. it up because I have the intention to read it. So it's just one of the, I don't know if anybody else ever does this, but like you, you have like a billion tabs open and you don't want to close any of them on your browser because you're like, I, I need that at some point. It may not be tonight, but I I, about a time. week from now, you're, you're going to need it. And so uh, I, I, that's this case. Like I pulled it up like a week ago and I just been running around like a madman because as people are listening to this right now, I'm already in Kentucky hunting the dog man. Yeah, buddy. And so I've been preparing all this week for that trip. I mean, there is so much going into this logistically. Uh, my freaking expenses, bro. I have spent way too much money on this trip. I'm I, not surprised. I had no, dude, I had no idea how much I was going to need for this thing when I committed to it, but I had committed to it. So I was like, I- I'm here, I'm doing it, you know? Uh, but. It can't happen like this moving forward. Uh, Lindsay will kill me. And so I I, uh, I, I yeah. actually, I'm thinking about different ways to help fund these bigger trips. Like the overnights that you and I do and stuff. That's like, nothing. That, yeah. that's, that stuff is, is easy. Nothing, you know? Well, we have everything for that yeah. stuff. I mean, it, we really don't need a whole lot. We have the we have like our, our sleeping arrangement yeah. with the hammocks. and It's perfect. You know, it's, it's really nothing compared to what you have. But like this trip, I mean, not to mention the fact that I'm driving 10 and a half hours to get to my first stop. And then I have a cabin there. I'm, I'm bringing guys in from Texas, Ohio and stuff. And I'm, I'm housing them all. So the expenses with that, the food, and then all the new equipment I needed for this trip alone. I mean, like I'm going out in the middle of nowhere, bro. Like I have no cell phone reception, nothing. And so I had to get a, a handheld GPS that actually has satellite capabilities. So it has an yeah. SOS button. So if something happens, I hit the SOS button and emergency crews come and they they save me or the remains of me you know like right, right yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying though so i i had there's so many like expenses that popped up along the way like even you know adjustments to my truck so that i was able to handle the off-roading in case it's a rainy which apparently we're getting rain that next week so i know yeah like mud That's... and things like that like i just wanted to make sure we're good yeah and it was just like holy crap and i had no idea but anyways, so I'm working on ways to maybe help fund the next trip and stuff. If anybody has ideas listening and stuff, that'd be great. Um, I have thought about the idea of GoFundMe's for these big trips and the people who have who help contribute to the the journeys uh, have different perks and stuff. Like, you know, you get to say and you get to suggest locations where we go next and stuff. And we'll only pull from those suggestions. And, and you get like producers credits and stuff. Yeah, things like that. Uh, I also thought about maybe 
with that or separately putting these big trips instead of doing it on YouTube, selling them on DVD and you get lots of different perks with that as well. And so that, that there's been people that have been suggesting different things to me and stuff. And I've just been uh, brainstorming because one thing's for sure, these big trips, I can't fund myself moving forward. Like Lindsay has been giving me the side look <laughs> for weeks now. And, yeah, and yeah. she's just like, all right, I'm going to let this one slide but I'm going to kill you if you keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. And She's like, when's my trip to Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, anyways, I went down a rabbit hole on that. But yeah, right now we're in Kentucky as I talk to you and you're hearing this, but we recorded this obviously previously. Uh, but anyways, going back to the legends yeah. of the blue yeah. hole in Jersey, I think this is a stop that we must go do because it's not well known. And if I could find the location of it, we could go out there and camp next to the water at night and just see what kind of buggy stuff we can get into. Uh, what do you think about that? You're staring at the picture now. I am. Yeah, I like it. Well, I mean, it's, it's really weird. It reminds me of that spot that we that we used to fish at when we were kid. Well, when I was a kid and you were a teenager yeah uh off of the railroad tracks back where we're oh yeah 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 yeah. so that like little pond off of the off of the river and it just reminds me of that like looking at it because it's such a similar setup like i mean it's just a tiny little body of water yeah but i mean i never even thought about like something being haunted back there or whatever this is i don't know if it's necessarily haunted or if there's just weird activity or i don't know yeah, I don't know, but it does remind me though of uh, this other story because uh, I was told another story about the Pine Barrens where this guy, he was camping next to a body of water in the middle of the Pine Barrens. And when they were there, this gigantic shadow arose on the other side of the pond from where they were at. And he said it was like as tall as the trees. And when they shined their light on it, all the light just kind of got sucked into this shadow figure. It just like consumed the light. And I'm like, maybe this is the same spot. I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> like it, I'm telling you, I mean, the be pine barrens cool. are crazy, man. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool if it was. Yeah. Uh, well, would it be cool or would it it'd be <laughs> I'm awesome? I'm trying to think of right now whether it'd be awesome. I think Le- it'd be cool or not. Legion but... of Legends needs to be, you know, action packed. So if we can get something like that, I'm yeah. down, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that kind of stuff is just so it's interesting because to me, it's like, you know, I, it's creepy when you hear something like that. I, oh man, that stuff just gets me though, because I think that that stuff could be real. Like that could just be a dark entity. Like I don't know what it would be, but it could freaking, you know, jump across the pond and get you. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Well, I mean, that'd be great for video. Be yeah. great for video. <laughs> people see the video. That's yeah. when you hit the SOS. As soon as that thing comes yeah. over, you're like, SOS! <laughs> SOS, SOS! They come, what happened? A shadow man was getting me. Okay, <laughs> how many shrooms did you eat, Right, son? yeah, they're like, you don't know? eat the food that you find on the ground yeah. out here. <laughs> not everything's edible, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> no, not good at all. But uh, I definitely think we should check out the Pine Barrens. And then there's some places in New York and stuff that we, we could t- check out. These overnight trips and stuff that we can do. It's just like one night or maybe two the max and stuff. I mean, there's so much around this area that we can do. And uh, old stuff, you know, like I mentioned about the treasure hunting and stuff. We... um we actually have, I think it's seven legends of lost treasure in Pennsylvania. Like these, these treasures are lost. Like Blackbeard. Blackbeard is one of them. Oh, is that real? Yeah, yeah, but it's not the Blackbeard you're talking about. Uh, there's a, there's a, there was another uh, sailor named Blackbeard, and he was hired by the Spanish uh, uh, um, 
by Spain, I guess, right? To uh, recover a shipwreck in uh, in like the Bermuda Triangle area Ooh. that had gold and silver and treasure on it. He did. He recovered it and he made his way up the coastline into Pennsylvania when he got really sick. And so he had to offload the treasure in Pennsylvania. He hid it. And then he moved into, I think it was Canada, where then he saw it to, I, you know what? Maybe it was England. Now that I think about it, either yeah, that's what it was. It, it was England, and it was a Spanish ship that sunk. I think that's what the story is. Don't quote me on it though. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyways, he got sick, and he hired another guy to come retrieve the treasure for him, and he was going to pay him up front, and then pay him when he returned the treasure, kind of thing. Guess what? The dude never came back. Yeah, what a but, what a shocker. Yeah, but but the the dude apparently found like after that was like buying land and, mm. and cattle and all that stuff. But there are legends that there's no way this man could have possibly spent the amount of what that treasure was worth. And oh, nobody wow. knows where it's at. And so there's that. And then there's like these legends of, from the civil war when I, I believe, and I actually, I think I'm actually wrong in this because every time I tell a story, I tell it the same way. And every time I read <laughs> about the story, I'm like, Oh, I got that backwards. But, uh, I'm going to tell it the way I remember because that's what I can do right now. Yeah. Uh, the when, during the Civil War, when when the the South was in Pennsylvania, they offloaded like I think it was silver that they had in like uh, in their their wagons. They had like those false bottoms to make the trip go faster because I guess they were retreating down south or something. And uh, they offloaded in Pennsylvania. That's never been found. Then there's the Dolan gang. Those are two brothers in Doylestown, which is right outside of Philly. Yeah. And they were notorious for robbing people. And they had tons of loot stashed everywhere in the area. And at one time, they were actually arrested and they were in jail and they were taunting the guard saying, we can see our treasure from our window. And and, and it was just like, yeah. And, And here's the thing about them is that I looked into them and they actually, their graves are in Doylestown. And the funny thing is they they were shunned from society back then. And now there is a graveyard where they're buried. The funny thing is the graveyard has a little rock wall going around it. And their two gravestones, their two headstones are on the outside of the cemetery. They didn't, ba- they didn't bury them in the, in the cemetery. They're like, no, you're not going to be in here. We're going to put you on the outside. And really? That's, that's where they're at to this day. And it's overgrown. Like they, it's like a little cemetery, not really well kept, but it's kept. But the, their headstones are just overgrown. You almost can't even see the headstones are even there. What? Yeah, man. Oh, that's pretty cool. So like we could do treasure hunting and yeah. then go visit the Dolan gang's gravesite at like three o'clock in the morning and do some EVP sessions or something and see what we get, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, uh, I don't know. They'll tell us where the treasure is. That'd be great. I would, yeah. Dude, I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine finding a lost treasure? I, I'm telling you, dude, like I, this is something that has, I've always been, uh, it's always been appealing to me and everybody, like I, I got into the TV show, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Curse of Oak Island. What? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> that you sounds know. old. I, I no, it's not. It, it just was out not too long ago. And I always mess up the name. Uh, okay. But uh, it's Oak Island, and there, there, there's this supposed lost treasure, and these guys were spending millions of dollars trying to find it and stuff, and they never found it. Okay. I don't think. But um, it, that show I loved. But I, ever since I was a kid, I was always just involved in like the love of finding lost treasure. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, this would be so cool, man. And like, can just, just imagine if you found something like that, you know, I, I was looking at, uh, different places along these lines and there, there's a fort 
in Philadelphia called Fort Mifflin. And it's very underfunded. They don't have a ton of money, but they just found, uh, I think about three years ago, they were they were landscaping, they were mowing the, mowing the grass on the inside of the fort and the ground gave in. And it turns out there is a cavern underground that was filled in after the Civil War and they just forgot about it. And it was perfectly preserved. None of the wood was rotted, but there were cells down there, jail cells. They actually used it during the Civil War as a holding place for uh, enemy. And it was just like this piece of, of lost history found perfectly preserved. Wow. And it, it was so cool. So I'm looking at I'm looking at Fort Mifflin and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so what's the history here? So I started reading about the history of Fort Mifflin and it turns out during the Revolutionary War, uh, there was a huge battle there. So the, the British started construction of Fort Mifflin and they abandoned it because it wasn't great ground to build on. Strategically, it was great because the Delaware River isn't what it is now back then. Uh, back then where the, they had Fort Mifflin was it's like, an, like an island and Delaware River kind of went around it. Now it's not like that. It's all filled in. It's just one straight shot. But the Delaware River now goes right by Fort Mifflin. And there was this huge battle. I think it lasted five weeks in Fort Mifflin, at Fort Mifflin, where the British ships came up the Delaware River and they were pounding Fort Mifflin and they were fighting for about five weeks. And then the last week for five days straight, they aligned their ships to just rapid fire the main entrance way and they were pounding the fort. And when uh, what happened is the, the Americans, they're like, we got to roll. And I guess tradition was, if you're abandoning your, your post, you take the flag with you kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, in order to survive this onslaught, to keep the British at bay, they kept the flag up and they abandoned the fort in the middle of the night. So they left the flag standing so that they could get out. And so essentially the, the Americans lost that battle. Right. But what's interesting is I started looking into, okay, so there's a significant piece of American history here as far as what we know about it. And what what kind of things maybe remain there? And so I, I started reading about what happened there and the uh, Americans, they what they did was when they knew the British were coming, they got these 30 by 30 wooden boxes and they filled it with like 30,000 pounds of rocks and they sunk them to the bottom of the Delaware River with these giant spikes sticking out of them so that it wasn't going to sink the ships, but it was enough to keep the ships at bay. And so I'm thinking, okay, so they did this, but we know that the the British actually pounded the fort heavily with, with cannonballs. And so I started looking up how far could cannonballs fire back during the Revolutionary War. So the I haven't looked at these stats in a while, but uh, the naval cannons could shoot 200 yards max. And so I was like, okay, so that gives me a radius of 200 yards maximum around probably less around Fort Mifflin, where there's probably artifacts of cannonballs, debris, all that stuff, not to mention the bottom of the river. And so I, I started thinking, wonder what has ever been excavated here. So I called Fort Mifflin and I talked to them. <laughs> and so like, I, I, I just talked to people, right? So yeah. like, like I didn't really have a plan of attack, which I probably should have be- <laughs> yeah. because I, uh, I, I go and I call and the lady answers and I start asking her questions. And I said, I said, you know, do you know if this place has been excavated? And she's like, oh yeah, it's been excavated. I said, what about the Delaware River? Has anybody looked in the bottom of the Delaware River for these giant boxes that they made? And she said, no, but the Delaware River is always changing. They probably, it's probably, it's all gone by now. And I understand that, but I also believe that there could have, like, if you're dropping boxes 
that are 30 by 30 made out of wood with 30,000 pounds of rocks in them, there might be some remains of something that you could say, even if it's just like a pile of rocks that are unusual, it's just like, that might have been one of the, sure, yeah. you know? And so it, there's those things, but she was getting kind of dismissive with me. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, you know, no, 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 no. And then I asked her, there's a moat that goes around Fort Mifflin. And I said, has anybody ever looked in the moat for artifacts like cannonballs? And she goes, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she's yeah. like, she's like, no, it's never been drudged. And I was like, I think that there is a lot of stuff at the bottom of that. And then she goes, who are you? And I was just like, <laughs> uh, that's a question. I didn't prepare, prepare for that part. <laughs> I didn't say, oh, I'm Dr. Merkel from University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just like, I'm a local treasure hunter. And she's right. like, then absolutely not. And I'm like, fine, I'm coming at midnight. Then I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> you know? like, just like, yeah, come out and surprise her. Surprise. Yeah. Like, and then that's what I started thinking. I was like, fine, I'm going to go down at midnight and I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, and I think I talked to you about that, didn't did. I? Yeah. yeah, we talked about the legal aspects of all that. Because, yeah. uh, you know, how my mind works. Yeah. But, uh, but man, it, like, that would just be so cool. And like, I don't need to drudge it. Like, no, magnet no, no, fishing no. Would, be, would do just fine. Just the, just the cool the fact that you could look at history that might have never been touched by anybody else that to me is very cool and the fact that like uh you know it's so close to us it's it's a local sort of history specifically with you know the freedom you know the freeing of our country the the liberty that came behind it and even though it was a defeat it's still so interesting to have that kind of history around us and we really neat because if you ended up finding some like you know old uh revolutionary war rifles or you know something you know like that that'd just be neat or even like their swords i mean they probably had all that crap then you know so it'd just be cool find find like an old jacket Oh, it would be awesome, right? And yeah. so, like, who knows at the bottom of that moat? And I hope that one day they look at look there. And I told her, I was like, you know, you guys can keep it all, sell it, whatever you want to do. I just want to find it. Yeah. Like, like I don't care. Like, I just yeah. I, like the thrill, of the hunt is there for me. And, and she just pretty much hung up the phone with me. Essentially, <laughs> I'm you know? not surprised. Yeah, you know, it's this, it's that attitude. Nothing new is here. You don't need to worry <laughs> about it. Even though you just found a cavern underneath it. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, explore a little bit. Yeah. It'd just be neat. I mean. I don't. I, I don't understand why there wouldn't have been an exploration of the moat, or or of even more of the river or anything like right? that. But uh, yeah, no, it's just I, crazy. well. I think I think it does have something to do with the being underfunded kind of thing, and it, oh, you know, priority okay. list. You know, it's like archaeology priority list is probably not very high on the priority list, uh, but. I I volunteer to do it for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I I'll be down there, no problem. Sure, I, yeah. I'm down for that kind of action. But I, I just I love that stuff. So we're gonna do more of that kind of stuff with Legion of Legend as well. We do have a metal detector. I gave it to you yeah. to start learning. I know you haven't started learning nope. how to use it yet. <laughs> but uh, while we're in Kentucky, we're gonna be looking for the collar that came off the dog uh, that saved Kyle. Yeah, and uh and one of the guys that's coming has a metal detector he knows how to use it and that's gonna be part of what we're doing looking for the collar because if we can find the collar if we don't find dog man if we can find the collar and return it back to the family it would it would really be something cool and i think people would really enjoy it's almost like a a final piece of the puzzle or a final stamp at the end of the of the book kind of thing it's just like now it's closed. It's done, you know? And uh, I, I think it'd be I think it'd be really cool. So we're gonna be looking for the collar down there in Kentucky. And I'm just 
I'm really excited about the trip and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, a lot of people are worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't blame it, them. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the Daniel Boone's a different kind of animal and, uh, it, you know, Kentucky's cursed land. Kyle has told me that several times and, yeah. you know, you got the mammoth cave system that's in there. Who knows what's in there? I believe that the, the mammoth cave system could be housing so many bizarre things. Uh, I, I, people talk about inner earth. I think that could be an Ooh. entrance to inner earth. Who knows what uh-huh. kind of creatures live in there? All that yeah. stuff, man. Like, I'm just like, holy, maybe I got to find, maybe we should scrap the dog, man, and just go for, look for the mammoth cave systems and just start freaking going, man. Find some Nephilim. Yeah, let's go. Find the Jeez, Nephilim, man. you know? Fee, fly, fo, fum. Who, you know? Yeah, okay. Just start yelling that out. You're going, fee, fly. I got you, bro. I'm here. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our last sponsor for today's show, Raycon, which is an earbud company that offers exceptional sound right to your ears. Jack, you said that you actually have Raycons yourself. How do you like them? Oh, I love them. They're incredible. The, I mean, the sound quality with them has been fantastic. I've had other headphones in the past that I've, I've liked, but these have been above and beyond what I expected. Yeah, I was the same way with this. I couldn't believe how good the audio quality was. And listen, friends, to be honest with you, if you got Raycons available right now or you're getting them within the next week, please use them to listen to next week's episode because next week's episode has some weird things that happened on that episode towards the end that we had some audio interference that was very, very strange. You're going to hear about it next Tuesday. And if you got your Raycons in, you might be able to hear a little bit more than what other people would hear because there is some clear sounds and then there's some suspicious sounds. And you might be able to make out those suspicious sounds a little bit more. I'll let you guys decide. But Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. That's fantastic quality as far as lifespan goes with these things. You can actually answer the phone and talk to people on it. They have microphones built in. It's just a great product. And it's also half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycon comes with a 40-day happiness guarantee. So listen, don't take my word for it. Don't take Raycon's word for it. Don't take Jack's word for it. If you don't like these within 45 days, they have the happiness guarantee. And right now, the Confessionals listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash confessionals. That's buyraycon.com slash confessionals to save 15% on the Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash confessionals. Okay, now let's change the pace here, Jack. We've been talking about Legion of Legends and the places we want to go to and the things that we want to do, treasure hunting and the locations like the Austin Dam and the the Blue Hole and the the, <laughs> the South Jersey Pine Barrens, all that stuff. Let's talk about the most recent trip we went on that we did put on the YouTube channel, The Confessionals. Go ahead, check it out if you haven't checked it out already. Uh, and please hit the subscribe button and the notification button because I plan on doing more uploads and you can get notified. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jack, we went to the Haunted World War II POW camp. And what force was it in, Jack? I'm going to put you on the spot, sucker. That was in the... Malamaliziki. <laughs> Close, but not really. Oh, okay. The Michaud State Michaud. Forest. I knew it was an M. Yeah, so uh, there's the Pine Grove Furnace, which a lot of people talk about locally, that there's a lot of weird things, and it's right around that area. And what it was is... In World War II, the government bought this property for a POW camp. Now, from what I understand through my reading, POW camps were in essentially almost every state of the Union during World War II, but not every state had prisoner of war camps that were also the interrogation camps, where when they brought them here... 
They went to the interrogation camp first, and then they dispersed them to these other camps. Pennsylvania had one of those interrogation camps, and that's where we went, where they interrogated Nazis and Japanese soldiers. Now, what we learned, or what I learned from reading about this stuff is that, uh, now granted, we only have like one side of history at all times when you're dealing with internet information, because uh, it's it's hard to get the truth sometimes with history, yeah. right? But from what I understand, the Japanese, they were awful. They were worse than the Nazis, from what I understand, during World War II with the interrogations. I mean, talking wow. about torture, the Nazis were known to be awful. But the Americans, from what I understand, treated people pretty well. In fact, uh, some of the German Nazis actually wound up staying here after World War II when we were just part of communities. Uh, take it for what it is. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they were, you know, undercover. You know, I don't know. But uh, we can go down that road some other time. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact is that this was an interrogation camp where that we didn't treat them awful. And I was like, dang it. I wanted a good juicy storyline for going to this location. So I kept digging. And what I did find is that the Nazis, when they went to these interrogation camps, they were held in these you know cells together. They didn't have their own cell. They were kind of you know communal living. And when they would pull a Nazi out, interrogate them, if the other Nazis felt that that person was too friendly or too forthcoming with information, they would kill them right there in the camp. And I was just like, Whoa. well, that's the storyline we can go with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we went out to the Michaud State Forest to the prisoner of war camp in the middle of the night. And we're out there and we're doing our thing on the ghost stuff, you know, like trying to find a freaking Nazi still remaining, you know, yep. we found the ruins, we found the buildings. What'd you think of that stuff? Yeah, the ruins. I mean, it was actually pretty interesting. We, uh, in the video, we actually set up, um, well, we, 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 did, we explored some of the ruins uh, at the very beginning, uh, stuff that you could see pretty clearly. Um, but then we also set up our camera on there to discuss everything that, uh, that had happened. But it was pretty cool because you could tell, obviously, they had taken down some things, like specifically taken them down, uh, like some of those uh, iron or steel rods yeah, um, that were bent and cut. Uh, but the other stuff that was pretty interesting was the fact that they left some of the some of the buildings standing. And I mean, you can tell that they had been weather you know, weather worn yeah, and just knocked barely down. Standing. The, the thing that actually surprised me was how decayed it was, because I mean, it was only prisoner of war camps world war ii right yeah so i mean that would be what not even it'd be 80 years yeah but it, it, that's not even the case though because after the war the united states sold that property to a church and it became a church camp until 1972 and so like <laughs> yeah it was, it, it was it, the 70s that property was very active probably kids running around you know singing songs yeah, so and stuff that's even crazier than that it was within a matter of like 50 years that it decayed that bad yeah because it's pretty i mean there's no standing building it's just like you know an old chimney you know you know parts of the wall i mean we went you know and saw the you went into the one spot there yeah uh which didn't know. make the video because i just felt like it, oh yeah it, you, you, you probably didn't even watch the video <laughs> no, i did i oh, just did? realized that i wasn't in there <laughs> yeah I, there, there was there was so much that we had to cut to make it manageable i was yeah. trying to get the information because because of what happened that night it, it <laughs> Like, it's not like we can't go back there, you know? I, no, and I, that was really not. I mean, honestly, there was nothing to that one. Right. Because nothing happened. I think we, there's probably more ruins out there that we didn't even find. Yeah, though. you know, and the thing is, too, we went so late. Like, we got there at 1030, and that's in the video, too. The problem with that is that you don't have time to to actually look around and, and visualize yeah. where, where your camp should be and also what's going to happen, like, where you could go to. Because yeah. we, I mean, there's a lot of stuff up there. It's not just the, you know, the ruins of that area. There are probably 
probably, you know, areas that they had trails from people who, I, I bet you there were escaped prisoners, you know, things like that. Sure. And, you know, there probably were some cool areas that we could explore. And you said there's a, the church that had made a camp up there. They yeah. had taken over that area. So, you know, who knows what happened? Sometimes churches put cemeteries up there, oh, you know, that kind of crazy. stuff. That'd so be crazy. That's what I look at. Like, what you know when we were out in a couple of years ago when we went out to uh, uh titusville and we saw that cemetery in the middle of the woods that's what i think of with that kind of stuff is you know you can walk you yeah. could stumble across something like that where there's just a cemetery on the side how of a far mountain. did we hike to get to that cemetery out in the middle of the woods i mean uh, it was well we drove a good bit and the, and they i mean thankfully they had like those the heavy you know jeeps and stuff like that but i mean we got up to probably about a mile at least a mile, you know, of hiking and driving combined, uh, maybe more. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah. It, it, that, that was a fun trip. Uh, shout out to Tommy. I mean, uh, from Cryptovania. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a fun trip. We should make it our way out there again sometime. Yeah. But, um, so we, we go to this prisoner of war camp and, uh, it, it it was it was really interesting. So uh, we we get there and we go out and we're hiking around. We find some ruins and uh, it starts raining. We had that one experience where we both saw something moving in the tree line and stuff. And so we get back to the truck because you know we didn't have a chance to set up camp. We I forgot the raincoats for the camera. So we get back to the truck and we checked the weather report and there was no rain in the weather report. So I figured it was a passing storm and it was. So we went back out at what two two thirty in the morning. Yeah yeah. Yeah. So we we start exploring areas that we hadn't got yet. And so the trails, because this area is a historical place. And so they they have these like mowed trails around some of these ruins right close to it. But the further you go, the more it turns into a game trail. And we we got on the game trail yeah. and we're hiking and we, we just get to this point where it ends and it's just this open space. Uh, go ahead and tell the story. Go well, ahead. I'll let you take it away. The park that was, so uh, yeah, obviously there's, there are trails. The, the thing that was kind of weird was the fact that there were barely any trails where we went. I mean, like we hiked down one way. We got to a point where it was kind of like, you know, it, it ended uh, when we went to the right and we came back up and this is where the game trails came into play. And when we got to that open area, it was like, you know, there were probably what three or four game trails. I think that kind of split off from the one spot from the main game trail. Um, and so like you could tell where you were going when you were going out towards that clearing that we had just talked about. But yeah. when you were coming back, you had to make a mental note because I even lost where we were and you had to like I stood where where that clearing was and you had to walk back yeah. just so we knew we were testing that trail. Yeah. Like in I'm looking through a camera most of the Night time. Night vision. Yeah. So not only do I not have a very clear I understanding of like where exactly we went on the trail, I had to all I was trying to focus on the shot and all that other crap. And I'm <laughs> I, tr- I had to trust you, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure. How I dare you? Well, you know, it, it's not. I, it's I trust you with my life out there. I trust you with my How life. Dare I don't. You. I didn't trust you with the with the path just because <laughs> there were four paths, and I wasn't sure which I was one it right. was. You I were was right. right, yeah. So that was the part, and I mean, we, you know, the brush was what eight feet, seven yeah, feet tall. It yeah, was over it your was, head, and you're six feet tall. Yeah, so. it was very tall. Yeah, and, and so it, it was a little trippy. But we got back to this area where the, the trail just ends, and um, and we're, we decide we're out there thinking Nazis, right? And and so that, that that's <laughs> yeah, what like yeah. like we're going to a haunted forest. Like the Michaud State Forest is a haunted forest. It has Bigfoot activity, dogman activity, but they freaking have a prisoner of war camp there. And I was like, let me focus on that. Like like there's a lot of different angles I can go with. Yeah. But let's focus on the POW stuff. Let's see if we can get some hits on the K2. And so I turn my camera off 
And uh, because I didn't want interference with the K2, so my light's off, my camera's off. You have your camera running, what, what maybe five, six feet away from me, yeah. uh, maybe a little bit more. And uh, I have the K2 on. And we start getting hits. Like it, the meter starting hit almost right away. Yeah, it was it was almost immediately. It, it was it, I was I was really actually surprised. Like, wow, that's pretty kind of cool. <laughs> well, you tested it against yourself too. You like yeah. you even like held it up to the camera with it off. You, yeah, yeah, you held it up to whatever else you had on you, and you were just like making sure it wasn't like yeah. picking up a, an electrical, you know, sort of ma- you know, sort of uh, pulse there or something. Right. And instead, instead of that, like nothing clicked, nothing jumped on the K two, and you hold it back out, and it jumps again, and we're just like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Yeah, I, can't I know. Believe we're actually getting hits on this i was like good job tone you picked the right location you know like i I was just i was really excited about that and then what ensued after that i was stunned because i wasn't even thinking about it dude like i wasn't even thinking about it and and we're going to get into some of the details here uh going into uh this second half of the trip going out when we got out of the truck uh we were setting up our gear and one of the cameras your camera fell off the truck and i picked it up and it looked fine uh, it, it turned on surprisingly yeah it, i mean I don't it fell off it, of your hood it doesn't even have scuffs on it right now it, it, yeah. it fell on the rocks and stuff and we're like great so we go out we're doing our thing the, what we didn't know is that the microphone cord jack that goes into the the actual camera had like snapped and bent and so we actually didn't have audio running when we thought we did with your camera so i turned my camera off we still have your camera running with audio all that stuff i'm talking to the camera yeah, and all that stuff and uh during that time, as we're getting hits with the K2, almost immediately off in the distance, what happened, Jack? Like, I want you to tell because, like, you're the skeptic here. And I want to, first of all, I don't know if I actually asked you what you feel about Bigfoot after this experience. Uh, and, and I understand, I'm not expecting you to say I believe in Bigfoot, all that stuff, but uh, tell the people what we heard, how it sounded to you, how'd you perceive it? Okay, so with we, no freaking audio, so we didn't catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So we laid down kind of the uh, the foreground to what what actually you know was our what we thought was going to be the you know this incredible moment on camera. Um, what in, what what we heard uh, to Tony and to myself did not sound necessarily normal. So I I as this like you just said I'm a skeptic, but I actually assumed we were going to hear a bunch of animals. I assumed being outside, we were going to hear, you know, like, um, whatever you would hear owls and things like that in the woods. I mean, I did also expect to hear, you know, some yips and stuff, maybe from coyote or Fox or whatever. Yeah. Um, but when we got out there, I mean, we heard a ton of bugs, but when we got out there, I was, uh, I was, I'll be honest with you. I was, I was very uneasy. I I was unnerved. Yeah. Well, and I think I mentioned it to you. At like, what point? At what point did you start getting unnerved? I felt uh, so because of the fact that I'm thinking number one, I don't have a gun. Number two, I don't really. Have I a, had one. I know, but I, if something happened, like if a freaking mountain lion came after me or something, yeah. like I, I, what am I going to do? I'm going to get hit by it because I, I, you're going to have to shoot it. I'll, I hopefully I, I hit the right target. I know exactly. That's my point. It's like I don't have anything there. <laughs> like I had a knife, but I had a freaking pocket knife. That's what. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do with yeah. that? So yeah. I was I was uneasy with that, and I was also uneasy with the fact that like I couldn't. I couldn't like tell what was behind me at all times. You know, yeah, you're behind I'm just, me. I'm just, I'm that kind of person that I just like to kind of have a better understanding of my surrounding, but I'm focused so much on this video to make sure it's done right and it, it looks good and yeah. it's in good lighting, all that junk. Uh, and I say all of that to say that 
out of the blue, while we're already getting these K2 hits, we hear this insane, and it was relatively loud for how far away it sounded, this yeah. insane howl. Uh, I don't really know what else to call it. You'd say a whoop. I, I wouldn't. I, it wasn't even a whoop though. Like like on the video, I, I talked about. It, I described. It, I even did yeah. the whoop and stuff. Yeah. But they didn't have the whoop on the no, end it of it. No, it, it was like it was like a whoop. Yeah, which then, is basically and, and, what you said in the, the video too. I think I put a little oop on the end of it. I was just you know. <laughs> He's excited. I, I, I was just like whoop. And I'm like no, it really yeah. wasn't a whoop, but yeah, one take. You know. So, but I um, and then after that there was a response. It was just like a. But from a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the part that was like when we were filming that, and you can tell, like, our reaction, the something happened. Like, it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like, you know, we just stop immediately. I zoom out of the K2 because I'm looking at you and we're talking and you're looking at the K2. And then all of a sudden we hear this thing and it's like, you can see the reaction. My eyes in the video. fell to the ground. Like, you could see my reaction. I don't even think you could I see my face. I couldn't even see your face. And I'm like, I'm just like, Cause we were listen. It was lights out. Like I mean, we didn't have any any yeah, lights. It I was can't. just like it was just the night vision going. Okay, so I couldn't. I couldn't see I, anything. Okay, I had I nothing. I wasn't on. I, I honestly watching the video back. I could not remember if I had turned the light on or off. I knew that obviously the infrareds were on. I just could not remember if I had the light on for you to see anything. But that it doesn't matter whether or not the light was on because the reality is does like you still can't see around you so it's still extremely like freaking scary when you hear something like that my reaction was like yep yeah, we're going to get hit by a mountain lion like we're going to die tonight <laughs> because it's going to attack us and we're going like i am dead i'm dead cuz i'm the, i'm behind you yeah. i'm filming i don't have any protection i'm going to die that's what went through my mind and then you're you said the thing that I just didn't really even think about at first. You were like, I think we just heard a whoop. Like it, it was yeah. like it, it was almost just like, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Oh my gosh, I think that was Bigfoot. And it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> if that was actually Bigfoot, granted, granted, I don't necessarily know if it was. Yeah. You don't either. I do, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. The the thought that it would be that, and then we heard the response. Yeah. Not only are we not alone, but they know we're there probably. That's why the yeah. whoop happened. That's why the call yeah. happened. And then the response was like, oh, I'm watching them. So I'm watching them. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the thing. It, it, it gave you that vibe. And so uh, we're, we're there and, and we hear this. And I, I was I was legitimately stunned because I was caught off guard. Like I was not thinking Bigfoot in that moment. I was thinking give me some Nazis. Give me some Nazi yeah. ghosts. Let me piss a, a freaking Nazi ghost off real quick. Hey, I'm Puerto Rican. Does that count for anything? You know, well, like I was just like trying to piss something off. Didn't you also mention something about a lady in white or something like yeah, that? Yeah, well, so it was a Dead Woman's Hollow. Dead it Woman's Hollow. five miles away from there. And that's uh, or five that, minute drive. So that was kind of like the precursor. We had yeah. talked about that coming up to the actual yeah. camp itself. And you were like, Dead Woman's Hollow, blah, blah, blah. Guys, guys went in there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, like, yeah. Why would you even go in there to begin with? But oh, at yeah, the same time, it's like if that there. if that ever happened, like where let's say your proximity sometimes means that they do venture out if it's a ghost or something yeah. or a spirit. Like what if that happened? And then we were getting the hits on the K two. Yeah, that's and true. It was just like all that stuff, like you know, building up. And yeah, I, yeah, to the point where when that sound happened, when we heard the whoop, when we heard the call and the response. I mean, it was just. It really was kind of unreal. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it it caught both of us off guard and stuff. And you know, a little bit later, as we we're making our way back uh, to 
to uh, more of the ruins area and stuff. Uh, we we had some other you know interesting EVP hits and stuff uh, around the ruins. Strong ones too. Very, stronger than out in the woods, yeah. man. Like yeah. way stronger than out in the woods. And uh, it, it it was really interesting. I mean, at sometimes it was hitting the red, just hitting hard, yeah. especially around the buildings. Yeah. I mean, it was really hitting hard. And and we didn't even like say, is there anybody here no. with us? No. Uh, if if you're here, uh, make yourself known by making this meter move. We just pulled it out. And yeah. I, I just figured like, if there's That's something right. here, it will pop this off. And it popped off a yeah. lot, a lot. And again, no freaking audio. We had great conversation during that whole session. Uh, and you see me in the video talking and we actually cut lots of, I, I, we, we, I cut a lot of parts out that were really good stuff, but it just didn't fit when I didn't have audio. Like yeah. it just didn't work. Like some of the sounds we heard and bizarre things that happened, it just didn't fit. Yeah. Now, Going back to the to this Bigfoot experience, that's what I'm calling it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it it howls out. It's like it's it's almost like mon- monitoring us. There are people right now listening that are saying, "Yep, that's what Bigfoot does." Malfunctioning uh, malfunction of electrical equipment, and I can't argue with that. Like. I can tell you that it wasn't mysterious. Like all of a sudden the battery's drained, yeah. you know, things like that. But what are the freaking odds that we drop the camera? We think it's fine, but the, the cord is snapped. And at the moment I turn off my camera, my light, and we're just using yours and we getting that hit on the EVP, that thing howls off and your audio is not working. It's almost like a freaking new dude. Yeah. Like almost like a freaking new. And tell the people what you experienced though in that moment that you didn't tell me at the moment. Uh, we, I, we, well, it doesn't matter because we didn't have audio, so it doesn't no. matter. But but we did catch it on camera because when we got back to the truck and we were talking, I forgot my camera was still on. I said it on a dashboard so that this conversation was actually caught on video. The video is a little sideways because I had it laying on the, <laughs> on, the, on the dash. But yeah. tell the people what happened to you well so i mean not only, I, like i already said i was uneasy to begin with going up you know with not having anything to protect myself but the point being that as soon as we kind of like ventured out into that open area there actually walking up to the trails i didn't feel very good so basically i just started to feel sick uh sick to my stomach like that you know um nauseous feeling and Probably it was, you know, from I, I rationalize it in the sense that I feel like it was probably just my nerves getting to me, probably about not having protection or anything like that, just to, you know, to keep myself at ease. But it could have honestly been something else. I mean, when you told you, yeah, let me come in on this part now. Okay. Because like you didn't tell me that you had that experience in the moment, but uh, a good friend of mine, Dave Groves, he's been on the show. I forget what episode. I think it was called Pennsylvania Bigfoot or Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. He had sightings. And one of the areas that he went to that he was invited to when he was walking into the area with the two people, I think it was two people that invited him out there. He drops to his knees sick. Like he got very, very ill. Like he felt like he just wanted to throw up. And and then the the feeling went away. And they and they they kind of chuckled at him, and they're like, "Yeah, that happens to everybody the first time they come out here." <laughs> and, and, oh, wow. and, and it's it, it's this this phenomenon that people experience sometimes when it comes to this paranormal activity, whether it's Bigfoot, Dogman. I don't know about Dogman, but Bigfoot, I've heard about it for years, and even paranormal stuff. And uh, you know, people suggest that maybe it's infra infrasound, and they're they're hitting you with infrasound, all that stuff. I don't oh, wow. know, but yeah, one thing's for sure is. We heard a Bigfoot howl, whether you want want to agree with it or not. 
the Bigfoot howl happened during uh, equipment malfunctions, which is very common with Bigfoot yeah. experiences. And you got freaking sick, which is another common thing during these situations. And so the the fact that you can't believe in Bigfoot, no, I'm just kidding. I, I listen. I understand you guys see it to believe it kind of thing. And I hope to one day uh, Bigfoot just comes and palms your head. Yeah, or I mean, or like some of the experiences that people have. That, I mean, that you've already had on the show and stuff. Like that. Even if I have an experience like that, where it's it's almost conclusive in my mind that that's happened, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to see something, but that it's almost no, nothing else could explain away what it could have been. Because there are other things, like to me, other things could have been what explained that. It could have been some sort of ghost, you know, making noise to, because if we're talking about things that could have happened where malfunctions would happen, like what if a spirit, like, you know, knew that we were like, like, I I don't know, like a ghost spirit that was still hanging around the Palmaya camp, knocked the camera off the, the, the hood and bent the cord, but knew that like, you know, it would just corrupt our file. I don't know. Like it's, it's going to stretches, but so is Bigfoot being able to, you know, manipulate that kind of stuff. So I yeah. look at it like that. I mean, okay. who knows what it could have been? Yeah, and no, we were I, talking I, about spirits the whole time going up there. We talked a little bit about Bigfoot on our way up. Yeah, but that's the way I look at it. You know, yeah, it, it, it was just a trippy night. And uh, to wrap it all up, we were in the truck, kind of wrapping the night up. And while you were talking, you heard a scream outside. Yeah, and uh, it, it was just a chilling experience in the moment. Uh, we we just had like. Again, the video on YouTube is like probably 50% of what we experienced Man, that I know. night. I know. Uh, it was just the, the sounds that we were hearing and the conversation we had, like, and the, the experiences we had that you just kind of saw video of as some of them. Like, it, it just really doesn't do, it didn't do justification as to what we had going on. And when you heard a scream uh, while we were in the truck, it just is just like, okay, this is creepy. B. Yeah, did I? I don't even know if I asked you if you heard it or not. Did I didn't hear, hear it. You no. didn't hear that? Nope, I didn't hear it so at that all. So that was what was weird. It was back into your side that I heard it. Really? That's what, well, yeah, it was kind of closer to where we heard that 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 uh, okay. the other um, call. Yeah. And that's why I was kind of just like, what the heck? In mid-sentence, too. Yeah, Because it caught stopped. me off guard in mid-sentence. I yeah. heard it. And I was like, so this is where my, like, my mind went so so much on the side of like that stupid dead woman's hollow thing that I'm like, is she like... Is she out there? Like, literally, is that what happened? Like, did she just come out because she knew we were there and we were going to look for stuff and maybe she hit something outside? Like, who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe there's like dead, you know, maybe there was a cemetery and we weren't supposed to go venture out there and that's what was keeping us there. And the screams were to keep us away. Okay. So anyway, but no, that's, that's why I just like that when that happened and we heard the scream after all of that other stuff happened, we're in the truck. I was like, first of all, I'm thankful we're in the truck because at least like there's something <laughs> Too to bad we weren't stuff. in the hammocks. That would have been epic. Oh my gosh. That would have been epic. We probably, I would have probably heard it. Yeah, you would have actually. That would have been great because that, that would have at least kind of like validated oh, it in my mind. That would have been such another part of the journey too. Dude, like can you imagine if we were in hammocks and we heard it like we ain't going to sleep. There ain't no, no, there, no. like like it's like no. okay get the cameras out. Let's go freaking let's go. Let's let, like yeah. it was like that oh God. Yeah. There there it, it was such a good trip for us. And I, I just wish the viewers could have witnessed a good chunk of what we witnessed. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we're going to go back. I, we, I, when I got back home that day, I talked to Lon Strickler, which I'm going to try to schedule to have on the show. He's an awesome guy. And, uh, also the Timothy Renner, which is another yeah. awesome guy, strange familiar shout out to them. And, uh, 
I talked to these guys about the area because they research it and stuff. And Timothy told me he would take me out to specific locations that people have had encounters with dog man and things Ooh. like that. So like we're going to do Michaud State Forest more and cool. it's, it's just going to be a really cool experience. And th- this is the kind of stuff that we're trying to do with Legion of Legends. Yeah. And so uh, back when I first came up with the idea of doing this, we were calling it Chasing Legends. I found out there was another show called Chasing Legends. Yep. And so I was like, okay, let's come up with something else. And then uh, actually Kyle from episode 335, Dog versus Dog Man, I was doing a live talking about this i was like guys help me you know pick a new name for this show and he came up with legion of legends I'm like that's perfect yeah. and the yeah. initials is lol and maybe people are gonna oh, be, yeah. I didn't even ma- think about maybe it. people are gonna be loling when they watch it i don't know but uh, yeah. that's okay i mean <laughs> it is what it know, is we're goofballs we're, we're, so. we're just out there trying to, to uh do our best to find cool things yes. for you guys to to see you know whether and enjoy i mean honestly enjoy, it's like, our own reaction right. to it too we we enjoy this kind of stuff yes and so the time. fact that we're like we're really just documenting stuff that we would be experiencing to begin with right it's honestly just what we like first of all you research this stuff a little bit more than i do so it's kind of your your field of entertainment and you and what you love and i just love to be there with you and see this kind of stuff as well i i'm so intrigued by any sort of crazy things that could happen, whether or not I believe in things or not, yeah. it doesn't matter. I love that kind of ride. I'm along for the ride. Let's go, bro. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm just so excited about these these uh, journeys you and I are going to be going on. And uh, a good chunk of them are going to be local. But you know, some of them, I mean, I was invited to a property that butts up next to Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. And uh, that's obviously a far way from home. And so I got to see if I can figure out the logistics of all that. Yeah. But and Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl. That'd be <laughs> you and Chernobyl. Man. I still have I, I like, have I'm a not tracker. I'm man. not doing it. I have a flight I'm tracker. I'm not doing it. It's, it's not, not that expensive. <laughs> I'm not going to Russia. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. You go alone then. Uh let me know how it Send goes. Me. Like like I'm going to freaking Kentucky alone. Thanks, Jack. I'll live stream you in. Yeah, let, let's just let's just let people know right right now. You're not coming with me to Kentucky, which sucks. Like yeah. you were planning on it, but it you happened, just couldn't justify it. It happened relatively last minute. Like we had kind of planned it from the beginning of the summer almost. I think it was probably from June. Uh, that we had planned I was going to go, and obviously business things popped up. There's yeah. just no way I could feasibly go. So yeah, it's it's all good though, man. I, I, I'm gonna have. Because I'm we, the second half of the week I'm going further south. I know alone. And, I know, and then I'm gonna have to drive like 14 and a half hours back home. You have no idea how upset I am that I'm not going, bro. I want to be there. I like, know. I, like I know, I would be there right now with you while everybody's listening. We could, to this, we could I die together. We could I die know. together. I know. I leave Dad with no son. So <laughs> it's a blood pact. We're, yeah. we're in this together. <laughs> like, can you imagine Dad trying to record and produce Hammerlay Legends alone because he I lost know. both his sons to either Dogman or the crazier stuff that we're getting into later on oh, that week? Man. Like he'd be like, okay, I think Tony said push the R button for record. (laughs) (laughs) He's just just pressing the R button. He's not, no control, just pressing. Yeah. Anybody listening right now, we have another podcast, Hammer Lane Legends, which is a a trucking podcast where me and my dad talk to people. It's a very similar format to this show where we talk to people who drive for a living, truckers, Uber drivers, police officers, who've seen crazy experiences from the road. Not always paranormal. In fact, a big chunk of it isn't paranormal. It's just banana stuff like trucks flipping over and jumping things and planes crashing, planes crashing. Yeah. crazy stuff Tons. but uh we we have that show hammerlane legends and you actually produce it which is really cool because uh it, it really makes me proud that i that that people will comment about how the production value of hammerlane legends 
And I'm just like, man, I freaking cloned myself. It's awesome. Like, like yeah. th- people don't even know it half the time that you're the producer of it, but you are the producer of Hammerlane Legends. All right, let's switch gears now for the last part of this show. What are we doing? I want to uh, ask you some questions that people have submitted because I put on, Ooh. I put on our Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, please go follow us. We're like, I don't know, 800 followers away from breaking 10,000 follows. I would love to break 10,000 followers. So if you're not following us on Instagram, please go ahead and follow us. And if you're not on Instagram, just make an account and follow me just to make me happy. I mean, just come on, throw me a bone. But uh, so people, I, I, I submitted, you know, ask questions and people ask questions. And so I want to go through some of these questions. I have not read these questions before beforehand. So we will see how things go. There's quite a few. So I'll try to bang through as many as possible. Try to do, you know, more rapid fire answers, you know, but don't, don't, I'm a thoughtful guy. So don't, don't, don't short on the answers either. Sure. The first question uh, submitted was, uh, will you, this is by Michael, the man, will you do monthly wrap ups again? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, question. We kind of stopped it because the the amount of time it took me to do it was just getting to be a little yeah. too much. I, like I, if uh, if none of you know, I have a business that I have to take care of. A lot of give a your lot business a shout out for anybody in the eastern Pennsylvania area. Yeah, Greenway Natural Pest Control. You can find it at uh, www.greenwaynaturalpestcontrol.com. Um, basically, I mean, you know, with all that, I have. I mean, and I just had to get a truck and all this stuff this week. It just took a lot of time um, to begin with with the yeah. wrap up shows. However, um, you know. Being a little bit more efficient with this kind of stuff, who knows? It could happen at some point. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna give you. A, I'm not gonna give you a yes or a no. I'll I'll be that Switzerland. I'll just stay in the in the middle. Yeah, people really like the like those things that's too. Good. So I mean, if you ever find time and you want to get into it again, that's cool with me. But I'm definitely not doing it. <laughs> no, I'm you're booked. not. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> but okay, so the next question here is from Clovis the humble, and uh, Clovis says, "What's the dumbest thing Tony has ever said?" Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah answer answer lot. carefully. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> it's true though. It's true. <laughs> He's a good guy though. Maybe. I try to be, but no, I, I mean, like, you know, it, it's like, uh, probably at least one a day, you know, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, it's just when we have conversations, like there are, there's I say, a few, yeah. there's a few in a conversation. <laughs> it's not that it's there's not like, even dumb. It's, it's that I say things that make you go, <laughs> what did you just say? Yes, yeah. So whether it's like the shock value of it or the yeah. absolute, like, I, I don't even know if I can comprehend what just came out of your mouth. <laughs> like, that's what ends up happening. And it's not... I say things on purpose to get the shock value Some of, of Sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, you you don't even know what you said. Yeah, You're like, true. wait, what did I just say? What did I just say? Yeah, yeah it happens. It definitely happens. I Like, my mouth r- r- runs... Uh, a lot yeah. of times faster than my brain runs. And so it's just like, <laughs> uh, who knows what's going to happen? I'm yeah. a little stupid. But uh, <laughs> all right. So Donnie Cho says, uh, actually has two questions. And I love Donnie. He's an awesome guy. We actually met him on the trip to the Burnbray Mansion. He came on with us oh, that we did cool. a few months ago with the confessionals. Yeah. Uh, we're actually planning another trip here soon. I was just talking to Creed this week and we're planning another trip. So just putting a bug out there. Any of you guys who missed the first trip to the Burnbray Mansion, we're planning another one. So if you wanted to go on the first one you missed it we can uh we can get you in there on the second one so donnie says jack what's the maddest you've ever seen tony oh man actually honestly there have been times when i thought you were going to kill somebody (laughs) so i mean like you know pretty angry um you're making me sound like a bad guy oh man no you're not you just it's just like there are things there are times when emotions get the best of us and some of those times i've seen you i mean i probably haven't seen you the most angry out of anybody Lindsay's probably seen you the most angry i mean you're the most no i i well i can tell you from recently 
I mean, you seem you've seen me like beat red, lost my voice the next day, yeah. angry. Yeah. Uh, and like it, it's just so I I and like like I've said before on the show, I love people, I really do, and when you hear me on the show, you hear me talking to somebody who wants to talk to me, and I want to talk to them, and it's pleasant. But I have a very, very short fuse for a lot of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And, Which uh, is a lot of the times yeah. the reasons why you, you get beat red and you lose your voice. Yeah. And honestly, like you bar- you really don't like get to that point most of the time. But if like something stupid better. happens, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, that's the way it goes. So I would say, uh, you know, pretty pretty angry, but never to the point of anything crazy. Yeah, you're just, I, you're I, just you're a lovable so, guy most of the time. Well, uh, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, well, okay, I'm giving you some yeah, credit. No, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I know. I know. I almost, I almost chopped my legs out from underneath. Yes. Uh, so, no, but I, when I was, uh, I think 21, I had just got my first truck driving job. I was actually teaming up with a guy, and uh, whenever something bad would happen, he would just let out a angry, loud, his veins popping out of his neck, f bomb. And the one day I was like, dude, why do you, why do you do that? Like, like, why do you freaking flip out at the smallest things? And he said, because he, his counselor told him just let it out and stop bottling up your emotions and anger and just let it out and then move on. And so that's how he just let it out and move on. In my early 20s, I was like, oh, there's a lot of wisdom in that. And so I was just like, (laughs) I'm not going to hide my emotions anymore. F you! Yeah, like, I was, yeah, you <laughs> took it to... So he's just like, I'm just not going to hold it in. You're like, I'm never going to hide myself from anybody. I know. I'm, I'm going to walk around growling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, like, like, the, te- the a- Listen, I'm so much better than what I was in my 20s. Yeah, you are. Like, like he, I can pinpoint that was the that was the moment that that switch turned on. I was like, I'm not going to bottle my emotions up anymore and let myself get driven mad. When I get angry, I'm just going to let it out. It is a good it, piece of advice. And, and, and it helped me, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, okay, so Donnie also says, Jack, tell me a story of when you and Tony got into a fight as kids. That never happened. You're 10 I'm years 10 younger years than me. I'm 10 years younger than you, yeah. I, I mean, uh, we got in fights. I mean, that one time at church, I was, I, I still feel like an idiot about that one. I don't remember that. Uh, well, good. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up on air. But uh, no, I mean, like we really, because of our age gap, I don't think we ever really gotten in a, in a fight. Yeah. I mean, I probably, you know, pissed you off a few times as like a five-year-old or a, an eight-year-old. But other than that, I mean, not much. Even as adults, I'll be honest with you, even going into adulthood and as adults, I don't think we ever really got in a fight. You've just been like irritated or aggravated with me. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. And, and, and that, if I'm wrong, <laughs> correct No, me. no we, we get along pretty well, man. Like, we really do. And like I said, I mean, like, when I moved out of the house, I was 17 years old. You were seven. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not I'm not beating up on a seven-year-old. You it was know? more like my... Because at that time, you were probably my best friend. I, we were in the same room together. So it was just like, you know, what the heck? I, I like you moved out and now I have, who am I going to hang out with that night? Yeah. So. so, Wandering ENG says, have you ever put Tony's voice... Through through an Alvin and the Chipmunks filter. Okay. I'm oh man, I should. Uh, be careful, child. Be careful. <laughs> Just slip that in in the middle of the Hammerlane Legends yeah, episode. Be careful. You're walking. <laughs> you're treading some. Uh... That'll be that'll be in the bloopers at the end. Don't worry. Okay. No, I, I don't care if you do. It'd be funny actually. Uh, oh, Donnie's back again with another question. Simple question for Jack: Have you listened to all of the episodes no, of the Confessionals? No, no. <laughs> I've listened to like what one, two? No, I've listened to. I can probably count them on two hands. I'm sure. Yeah, honestly, yeah. 
Like, like I'm not even let's put it this way: I can the just... audience knows episode three thirty five, dog versus dog man. It is a really good episode, and you refuse to listen to it. Such a jerk! I I I was going to listen to it tonight. I forgot that you have to drive me back, so I, I was going to listen to it tonight. And uh, you know, now I'll just have to listen to it at some other point. There you go. There you go. Okay, so Dan Gleason says, "What's your favorite adventure you went uh, on with your brother?" Um. Honestly, probably, uh, probably when we went up to Titusville. Titusville, it's really? Clo- that's okay. that's a close. That's a close second that was or a fun. close uh, in comparison to when we went to Chautauqua as well. I just like the long drives; like it's just fun. Yeah, and then we get to stay somewhere; it's fun. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, Volcom says, oh, "Well, we already know the answer to this favorite episode. What do you have? Do you have a favorite? Oh episode? yeah, my favorite episode was." Actually, no. It was the uh, Enochian technology one. That oh, was yeah? good. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a that's a fan favorite. I think a lot, most people fell in love with that yeah, episode. Good. And Skin, Skinwalker Ranch was good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've listened to I've listened to those. Oh, you mean things. Stardust Ranch? Stardust Ranch. Yeah, well, yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Well, look at that. Yeah, I was <laughs> what actually a dummy. I was actually talking to John Edmonds earlier uh, a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. him and I are trying to schedule something for maybe later this year cool. but uh it's just hard with schedules and yeah. stuff but we'll, we'll get it done i'm sure eventually all right so uh migs 402 says what's something you would like to change about your brother's the confessionals podcast i don't know i mean you guys already know i barely listen to it so <laughs> it's not even like it's bad it's just i don't listen to it because you you just said to me about bigfoot i don't really listen to stuff about bigfoot yeah. sadly i should just to at least you know know more but anyway it would be fun to, to for you to have an experience not listening to anything and not caring about it. i would love to catch that on video i i you know what i'd change I would never put pop music in any of the episodes ever. Ah, All of go. the old episodes, <laughs> no pop music would ever be in any I, of those episodes. I love pop. I love EDM. I love all music. I don't that's mind a, EDM. Like that's one thing that like about me is that I, I really do like all music. I don't really care for the metal. That's like the 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 growling kind of sure, yeah, you know stuff. But uh, I, I like classic rock. I like I love country music. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe you love country. I it's love just country like this, music. The shift from what I remember of you growing up, yeah. and then like all of a sudden you like my taste changed so much as lot. I got older. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Migs asked another question. I I think this might be the best question of the evening, and I haven't read them all yet. Okay, uh, do you have a girl or a wife? No, I don't. Okay. No. Short answer, huh? Yeah. I mean, there's one answer to it. No. All right. So listen, <laughs> of all the ladies no. listening that might be single, uh, you can... Can I give your your phone number out again? No. <laughs> uh, the OG listeners know exactly what that means. Oh, man. Um, but I still get birthday wishes on there, nice. too. I do. Nice. Voicemails and text messages. I'm nice. sorry if I don't reply to some of those, too, by the way. Thank you for yeah, those. That's okay. You don't got to apologize for I that. appreciate the people. But uh, listen... I. Uh, any ladies listening right now that want to throw their name in the hat, go ahead and shoot us an email and just in the subject line say, I want to date Jack and uh, we'll see what happens, you know? <laughs> We're running a dating service now too. Okay, let's keep it moving before I get killed on the way home. I'm just shaking my head. Uh, what? This is from B2 the Bomber. What weapon would you would you use to kill a dog man? Hmm. I mean, if lightsabers existed, I would use a lightsaber. Okay. But they don't. Zoom. Um, to kill a dog, man. I mean, can I just use a gun? Is that okay? Depends on if dog man is just a physical creature, I guess. Yeah. Well, then what am I going to use? Holy water? I, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm not going to spoil it on this episode, but, uh, one of the people I'm bringing with me has a very interesting, uh, take on dog man as to what it could be. And, uh, I'm just like, Hmm. 
Cool. That's interesting, you know. You got to tell me then. Yeah, I will. No, I so, yeah, I don't know. Probably, uh, probably if I just had my hands on a gun, I'd I'd use a gun. Well, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't, right? <laughs> at, least, at least take your chances there. Yeah. All right. So Hayden uh, says, "What is the origin of Bigfoot and Dogman? Any thoughts on that? If you believed, <laughs> <laughs> did you just add that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, say, I don't think they would have added that. Uh, I mean, I have no idea. I you know." I probably would think more practically. It's just like a mutated version of an ape or a dog, you know. Yeah. But it could, I, like the one, the one that I do remember. I think I don't even remember how long ago that episode was. That like, uh, the the UFO Bigfoot that yeah. could be interesting to me. Yeah. Interdimensional Bigfoot. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so. uh, you do. I'm assuming you do believe in interdimensional. Yes. Right? That's that's okay. why I think that's possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let's see if you. Uh, I uh, believe this is possible. Hayden also asked, "Is the Earth hollow?" I think that's possible too. I think it's we've, very. Possible. We've talked about that, you and me. Like and what I, we talked about. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is your second. No, no, no. Ahead. I was just gonna say we've <laughs> talked about it before. Like I don't know how many times, and even back when like you, I first started listening to anything conspiratorial or just you know not off, uh, yeah. you know, mainstream or anything. Um, you know, we I'd listened to uh, Justin Justin Fall, Fall yeah. yeah, and that was the first impetus to you know getting me into understanding hollow Earth and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's exactly like i don't know if it's actually hollow or not and i don't think anybody actually knows for sure but to me that's a there, honest one that could happen you yeah know? i mean it depends on how you how far you want to go with the hollow earth theory but the, i can shell. i can definitely tell you there are deep huge big underground caverns that you could say yes this is hollow earth you know i mean like i mentioned earlier mammoth cave system like it's huge it's absolutely huge and we gotta get lost in it okay moving on uh Let's see here. It's hard to read these. It's such small print. I'm getting old, getting I guess. Old. Uh, cardboard God Collectors says... Oh, that's an interesting I, name. I know. That's why I had a... It was so long. It was a small print. Uh, what was it What was it like being Tony's little bro? Pretty you- good, honestly. The, the I remember one time going to a basketball game with him. I think it, it was his senior year with uh, Massey. And... Uh, I yeah. just remember being like the uh, the girl the girl uh, magnet for you. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that that's that. Yep, I remember that now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was just a cute Your little brother. Little brother's so yes, cute. Yeah. I'm like, you got to yeah, come with me cute. more You're often, right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> get in the back seat. I want to get in the back seat. Yeah, no. no I, yeah, I mean that was it, you. You had that mentality when it came to barbecue chips. Get me barbecue chips. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That like, was it. I was known if if, if there is a bag of barbecue chips. And you let me open it, it's going it's in one gone. sitting. Yeah. You better get in there fast. Which is why I didn't like giving them to you because I knew that I wouldn't have any. Yeah. I don't share food. No. I was like, I, I still am. I'm like the freaking family, you know, trash can. Some of the best memories I have before, we, I don't want to ride this one too long, but was wrestling on the couches and let, Dude, you letting me jump about, off of the corner yeah, of the couch yeah. on, like, and just flip onto your yeah. stomach. You were like two. Yeah, like two or four or something. Three, like four. Yeah. I, it was when we lived at the other house, dude. So. It, it, that yeah, I remember that. I because I, I think about that with my son who is going to be four in December, and I'm like, yeah. oh, my body would hurt so bad if I let yeah, him do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also huge for his age. He's a big kid. Yeah, yeah. He's a brick. But all right, Derek says Derek Olson. Shout out to Derek Olson. He actually hooked me up with a, a gun holster that I use all the time. Ooh. That that red one I use all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it it's That's awesome. a nice one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he he makes them. Uh, do you ever have family spooky campfire slash at home stories you share with your family? Like, I don't think so. I mean, like we kind of just banter around the table a lot. Like that's just our family style is we just talk and, and talk about everything. So if anybody had anything creepy that happened, like when you have stuff that happened here, like 
you know, we talk about it as a family, but that's pretty much it. The The furthest we've gone to a campfire was when we just had vacation and we all sat around the fire and, and just chatted about stuff that had happened. Yeah. So that was about it. So, all right, we got two more here. Angel, I'm not going to pr- try to pronounce the rest of it. Uh, Angel Omonti Design. Uh, Todd- so you still tried to pronounce uh, yeah, it? I, I, yeah, but I, I felt bad. I felt bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, pizza or tacos? Pizza. Pizza? Although, yeah, ta- yeah, tacos have grown on me recently. What like Lindsay makes killer tacos. Yeah, but I so here's what I like. I don't like ground beef tacos. I like uh like carnitas or por- or like some sort of pork. Yeah, like or even a really good steak because Zach just made good steak tacos the other day. But uh, yeah, man, that's if I'm gonna have tacos, it's not ground beef tacos. Not like Taco Bell tacos. Okay. So, all right, sounds yeah. Pizza's no, no Taco, pizza, yeah. pizza is just incredible. All right, if no we're what. ordering out, I'm doing pizza, pizza. straight up. You're not going to catch me ordering Taco Bell because that's that joint. I'm going to eat it, and it's going to be coming <laughs> out the other end in five minutes. minutes. Like, yeah. like it, it, like what's the point of eating something that doesn't last? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm out of here. All right, so last question from the professor. I think this is a good question to end it on. Wait, too. wait, wait. The professor. The professor. You know what I'm saying? The, no, the not ba- that oh, professor. Okay, all right, good, good, good. Uh, so oh, I just got a. Uh, I just got a text from Sam Tripoli. Awesome dude. Shout out to Sam Tripoli and the tinfoil hat. Love that show. All right. So the professor says, and this is the last question and we'll wrap things up. How do you get rid of drain flies? Oh, that's a good one. He apparently knows that you're a bug man. There you go. Um, So there's, I mean, obviously one of the things you have to do is uh, try and get rid of the source. So a lot of times if your drain is clogged or has any sort of debris in it, I mean, just, you know, clean it out, use a, use a snake and, um, you know, some Drano and whatever, clean it out. But some like a more natural method, you can use some borax or baking soda and pour it down the drain, allow it to kind of sit for a while. Don't, don't rinse it out right away but let it sit and it soaks up a lot of the moisture and all the other gunk and stuff. And then you can rinse it out. Um, you know, and other things that I do is just like, it depends on how bad the issue is and how long it lasts. But sometimes you just have to spray certain things down a drain to be able to like, kill stuff. So, yeah. I mean, you know, depends on what you want to do, but those, those are some other methods. I can't give away all my secrets. Okay, <laughs> I can't give them all away because there are other things I do, but I, that's about, you know, stuff I feel comfortable with. You can probably look it up online and that'll, <laughs> that, that'll also help. I usually just use gasoline, dump it down the drain. Usually sure, trick. that's a real good way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't like your pipes at all, sure. Yeah, just dump it down there. Does the trick. Uh, just drain it out a little bit. You know, the water's fine. So, all right, friends. Listen, I I know this is a little bit of a change of pace show, but I wanted to uh, do something a little different for this week since I'm in Kentucky, and I figured, why not? Since we're doing Legion of Legends for an entire week in Kentucky, why not do a Legion of Legends show talking about you know the origins of the show, trips we've done, wh- where we're going to be going in the future, and uh, I thought you know the last half hour touch of doing the questions with jack would be fun too hopefully you enjoyed this show and uh if you did please go ahead and share the show i don't care where or how you share the show text it to people facetime i don't care call people left and right say you gotta check out the confessionals because you know tony told me to tell you so there you go call your local exterminator and share the show that way there you go thank you yeah awesome so all right friends thanks for tuning in until next week stay safe take care and remember the truth will set you free but first it will piss you off Bye. Awakened from the forest in the depths of the abyss, this creature is a paradigm of time lost and time itself. It fears no one. It adheres to no rule that man can create. It forges its own path, and yet its path remains hidden from the world. The sphere of its existence is beyond most comprehension as it exudes its power quietly but transcendent. 
It needs no one's approval to exist, but yet its very existence is sought after by many. It watches. It learns. Adapts to the ever-changing environment around it, even as the environment is wrought with corruption. It battles the corruption only when pressed or for the protection of others like it. It is a mirage that few will ever understand. It's a cornucopia of knowledge from an era long past. It's free. It's Bigfoot. My fantasies always consisted of making it big. My soul was nothing more than a bargaining chip. Marketing is what they tell you to do and what you're willing to give. Larping to the fullest extent. I don't wait, I shoot first like Han on a rodeo. And these people don't understand me like reading a Nokia and stretch thin. Like pulling an accordion, my heart ain't primordium. All these historians telling us lies, setting aside everything is medicalized. Politicians selling the ride, I better me die. Where the relevance lies, they're dressing alike. Reptilians, my resilience is brilliant. I'm here to lead the rebellion on hellion, salient, alien with no melanin. I'm a yeti, high. 